I kind of want to invite you now to turn with me in, uh, in your Bibles to John chapter 19. We are continuing this series looking at the uh, last words of Jesus from the cross, famous last words. And this morning we're going to be reading John 19 verses 28 uh, through 30. If you would stand with me as is uh, our normal practice at Resurrection OC to stand as we read God's word. John 19 verse 28. After this, Jesus, knowing all that was now, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, and so they put a sponge full of sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. And when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Would you pray with me? Oh God, would you now uh, speak to us by your spirit and the power um, uh, in your word. Would you make us more like Jesus, we pray in his name. Amen. Amen. Be seated, please. Well, just about a year ago, two events took place uh, almost immediately at the same time. Two events that had many of us glued to some form of media, uh, social media, TV, what, what have you. Uh, both of these events were shocking and both, I think, help us to understand the meaning of these words, it is finished. The first event took place on a Sunday in uh, early April 2019 when Tiger Woods won the Masters in Augusta. The 2019 Masters. Tiger Woods uh, did what many thought was impossible winning that uh, tournament, that golf tournament. Several years earlier, of course, uh, Tiger Woods' career had unraveled as really his personal life unraveled. And then even in the wake of, uh, of that, uh, he began to um, experience back pain, I think had four back surgeries in the, in the course of a couple of years. And many believe that Tiger Woods, who had just been the sensational uh, golfer in the uh, early and mid-2000s, uh, was done. He was done. And so last year at the Masters, as he sank his final putt on the 18th hole, you could see Tiger's face uh, in his face. It is finished triumphant, victorious as he raised his club in celebration. The past had been overcome. The defeat of defeat was accomplished. That took place on a Sunday. The next day, a Monday, the Notre Dame, Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris caught fire. And for hours, I think 15 hours, a uh, fire ravaged this ancient building. This magnificent, magnificent structure that had stood for 850 years that had offered goodness and beauty to the world was now a picture of destruction. And when the fires were finally put out in Paris, the words, it is finished, had a very different meaning. In that context, it is finished meant uh, destruction, um, terror that has finally been put to an end. It was a picture not of triumph, it was a picture of defeat. 
So these very same words, it is finished, depending on the context in which they're spoken, can mean two very different things. It is finished can signal uh, celebration, completion, triumph. It is finished can also uh, signal destruction, defeat. And so friends, as we turn our attention to Jesus, as he utters these last words from the cross, the question is, which of these two options uh, does Jesus mean when he cries out, it is finished? What is Jesus saying? To those watching on Good Friday, it is finished, must surely have looked like the last cry of a defeated man. A dying man finally resolved to his fate. As Jesus' body was taken down from the cross and laid in a tomb, surely it must have appeared uh, that the powers arrayed against Jesus had finally won that the schemers had been victorious, that death and destruction were the final word. And yet when Jesus cried out, it is finished, and then bowed his head, he was not doing so as an act or acknowledgement of defeat. No, this was the determined declaration of a triumphant king. So who was right? Which was it? It is finished. Were those... Uh, words of triumph or defeat, completion or destruction. What does Jesus mean when he cries out and is finished? And what difference does it make to us? Well, friends, what I want you to see this morning is that it's both. It's both. You know, we live in a world where we sort of expect that everything is always up and to the right. Hopefully I'm pointing the right way for you. It's my left. I don't know if this is mirrored or not. Up into the right, things are always getting better. Yes. And if things aren't getting better, then we think that we've failed. But the cry of Jesus from the cross helps us make sense of our own lives because what we see here is that it's as Jesus is undone on the cross that the very plan of God is coming to completion. It's as Jesus is destroyed that he is victorious. <coughs> And I think that that makes a lot of sense out of what we are all experiencing. In fact, I think that understanding that Jesus' victory is seen in what appears to be his defeat is the thing that makes sense of our, of our lives. It certainly offers profound hope to people who have been experiencing, what, three weeks now of social distancing? Because what we see in this passage is this, it is when everything seems to be falling apart that God is at his best. It is when, uh, it, it is in these moments when everything seems like it is going wrong that God's purposes are coming to completion. It is in a time when we feel incredibly isolated that perhaps we are able to hear the voice of God for the very first time. So look at this passage with me. Jesus, hanging on the cross, cries out, It is finished. In the original Greek of the Gospel of John, it's just one word, tetelestai. Tetelestai is uh, from the Greek verb teleo, meaning to finish. It was used in the first and second centuries in the sense of fulfillment or the payment of a debt. Teleo uh, was, a, was the verb that would be written on a receipt. It meant paid in full. Author John Corson wrote these words. He said, It is finished as a Greek phrase 
denoting such power that if Jesus' hands hadn't been nailed down, these words have, would have been uttered with a clenched fist raised in the air. It was the phrase an artist would use when he put the last stroke on his paper. A writer when he put the last period in his book. It was the statement a businessman would make when a transaction was final, the pronouncement given concerning a lamb which passed instruction. When Jesus cried out, it is finished, that is what he meant. Paid in full, the work is done. And so I simply just want to show you four things that Jesus meant quickly when he cried out, it is finished. First, it is finished meant that everything in the Bible recording the promises of God to his people had been accomplished. Everything God had promised to do for his people had been accomplished in the life and death of, of Jesus, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. For thousands of years, people had hoped that God would send someone, someone would finally come on the scene who would be the one to make everything right. God's people had been pinning their hopes on that promise for all time. And finally, on the cross, it was finished. For thousands of years, God's people had longed for the fulfillment of those promises that were made in sacrifices and ceremonies. And here on the cross, Jesus fulfills, accomplishes the work of the ancient priesthood. The prophets had foretold a time when God's justice would finally shine upon the earth. And those promises are answered once and for all in the life and death of Jesus. It is finished means that all the promises of God to his people are accomplished in Christ. Second, it is finished, means that the debt that was owed because of sin was paid in full. The debt that was owed because of sin was paid in full. If you are anything like me, you have thought a fair amount about debt in the last week. <laughs> um... A lot of us have been thinking about debt. What debt can we take on? And of course, the question that then follows is how will that debt be repaid? And what the Bible tells us is that sin, missing the mark, being less than God intended us to be, incurs a debt that must be paid. Um, if I hurt you, that sense of injury that you feel when I hurt you has to be paid. Now, there are two ways, really, that that sense of injury can be repaid. Uh, you can either exact payment from me through um, punishing me, through hurting me, through passive-aggressive manipulation. Uh, you can exact payment from me for that hurt in all kinds of ways. Or you can pay the penalty for that hurt by forgiving me. But either way, uh, that debt has to be paid. And when Jesus says, it is finished, he is declaring that God's justice has been satisfied because Jesus has paid the debt that you have incurred because of your sin. He has paid that debt himself. Jesus pays our debts. As he hangs on the cross, uh, what, the Bible, what the Bible tells us is that in his perfect life up to this point, for 30 or 33 years that he lived, Jesus perfectly fulfilled uh, the will of God for him. 
And he didn't just do that for himself, but when he goes to the cross, having earned a perfect record, what the Bible calls righteousness or just rightness, right standing with God. On the cross, Jesus exchanges his record for our own. Jesus gives us his perfection, and he takes upon himself our debt. And when he hangs there on the cross, he takes our debt upon himself, and he pays it in his death. So he pays our debt, and we enjoy his perfect record. And so it is finished, is Jesus' declaration that God's justice has finally been satisfied. The debt that you owe for your sin has been paid in full. Third, because your sin has been paid for, the third thing it is finished means is that the separation between God and humanity has been removed. The separation between God and sinful creatures has been removed. We saw this last week. Um, both the Gospels of Luke and Mark tell us that when Jesus died, the temple and the curtain that hid away God's presence from a sinful world was torn in two from top to bottom. That the, the presence of God is no longer hidden away in secret for the holiest of holies to access at a very uh, limited time each year. But rather, God's presence is being unleashed into the world and access to God has been granted. That separation has been removed. And then fourthly, it is finished means that new life has begun. The power of evil, the power of sin, the power of death has been defeated. It is finished in the mouth of Jesus. Means not that his life is over, that he's given up the struggle, and that everything will soon just go back to its normal pattern. Instead, it is finished means that his work is accomplished, that everything is now different. The purpose for which he has come into the world has been completed. Jesus Christ came into the world to rescue his people from sin and death, and he has done it. He accomplished that by his death and by his resurrection. As he dies, as Jesus dies on the cross, as he is destroyed, everything he came to do is accomplished and fulfilled. Friends, today is good us. We're talking about Good Friday. Today is Palm Sunday. Today is Palm Sunday. And though it's wet and rainy here in Southern California, I don't know, most of you probably are in Southern California, and it might be sunny wherever you are, but though it's wet and rainy here in Southern California, and though we are in isolation in our homes, separated, kind of in exile in a sense in our homes, and we can't gather together, <clears throat> Palm Sunday is usually, traditionally, a day of celebration. It's a day of rejoicing as we remember uh, Jesus entering into Jerusalem and the crowds hailing him as the coming king. Palm Sunday begins Holy Week, the last week of the life of Jesus, leading up to Easter, which we will celebrate next week. Uh, when we celebrate his victory over death, it's a, it's a celebration. It's when the crowds begin to see he really is the one. He is the Messiah. He is full of glory. Palm Sunday begins the march towards Easter for the Christian. And it's often been said that as Christians, we are Easter people living in a Good Friday world. That is that we are people who know that death has been conquered, that new life is now the norm, and yet we live in a Good Friday world, a world that is often dark, a world where death 
and sin still appear to rule. It's often been said that we are Easter people living in a Good Friday world, but what I want you to consider this morning is this. Is it possible that we are actually Palm Sunday people living in a Good Friday world? Are we actually people who, though, though we claim to be marked by Easter, we, like the crowds who hailed Jesus uh, on Palm Sunday, are we actually Palm Sunday people? Are we people who recognize Jesus for who he is, and we think Jesus is awesome, and we are excited about riding his coattails into glory? Do we, like them, want to find the shortcut to glory. But this passage reminds us in John 19 this morning, it reminds us that the road to resurrection life travels from life to the cross and then to resurrection. That's the pathway, that's the pattern of the life of Jesus. Life and death and resurrection and those of us who follow him, follow him from life through the cross to glory. Jesus cries out, it is finished. His work is complete as he is being torn apart. His glory is magnified by his cross. Are we Palm Sunday people living in a Good Friday world? If you're anything like me, you spent a fair amount of time this week trying to figure out how to apply for a government loan. the Paycheck Protection Program. I know that a lot of you are like me and tried to figure out how to do that this week because many of you emailed me and said, did you know that this applies to churches too? And I said, yeah, let me know if you figure out how to apply because I haven't been able to apply yet. Um, and many of us um, have spent a incredible amount of time this past week thinking if we can just get this loan, If we can just get the financials in order, then everything will be okay, and we'll be able to ride out this crisis. Can I invite you to listen again to the words of Jesus here? Friends, this is such good news. Jesus does not say on the cross, as he breathes his last, I hope this was enough. Jesus proclaims, it is finished. It is done, paid in full. The work is done. The battle has already been won. Friends, God loves you. He took on flesh to live the life that you should have lived. He took on flesh to come and find you. He died on the cross to reconcile you to himself. He raised again to breathe new life into you. And he invites you to follow him into the world to live a life of discipleship, of following him, knowing that the work, the real work, has already been accomplished. Jesus loves you. So let me invite you to use this strange time that we are experiencing now to lean into him. To lean into him, perhaps in isolation, you're finally ready to hear his voice. Perhaps you've been thinking of Jesus as sort of the icing on the cake, the cherry on top, but the real work is the work that you're doing. Jesus says, it is finished. On the cross, I have done it all. Let me invite you to lean into him, to make him the center, the spoke that holds all of your life together.
perhaps now you're realizing that the way that you've been living is no longer sustainable. Perhaps in this time where we're all experiencing loss of one kind or another, this is an invitation to put your hope not in your health or your financial health, but in the one who holds your life in his hands, in Jesus alone, and to follow him on the road from Palm Sunday to Good Friday, knowing that Easter is coming. Friends, it is finished. Jesus has done it all. Let's pray together. Oh, Jesus, we thank you for the work that you did that only you could truly do. Having lived the perfect life, you did not hold on to your glory, but gave it away. And in giving away your glory, in being undone on the cross, in being utterly destroyed, you completed the work that was set out before you. We thank you that you have reconciled us to God, that you love us and care for us. And so, Jesus, we can weather anything that this world throws at us because we don't know what the future may hold, but we know that um, you will hold us in the midst of it all. It is finished. Amen. Amen.